what we've done all this time. What are you doing there, 3PO? Taking one last look, sir, at my friends. Confronting fear is the destiny of a Jedi. Your destiny. We're all in this. <laughs> Till the end, Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. Okay, guys, so we have 15 minutes before <laughs> before we see Rise of Skywalker. So in these 15 minutes, uh, what... <laughs> yes, yes, it's in counting. Um, what is one thing that if you don't see this in this movie, it's not going to be wrapped up? Did Jabba actually die on that barge? Okay. Fair. Fair enough. <laughs> Jabba is Ray's father. And mother. Figure that one out. Generically say everybody wants to know who Ray's father is. So, or parents are. Yes. If she has parents. Who is Ray? Why is she so force sensitive? What's her backstory? Does she even have a backstory? Is it all like Kylo said? TLJ is she just a nobody from nowhere that thinks she's something because she has force sensitive abilities. That's what I want. So then along with that though, if if every one of Ray's in loose ends are tied up, is that gonna be satisfactory or do you wanna keep it open a little bit? You're not gonna leave a lot of room for off spin series series and movies. Alright, I don't think we're gonna get standalone here comes Jonah with his commemorative bucket, popcorn bucket and cup. I'm about to get one of those too. Well, one thing I want to wrap it up with Ray is her love interest. Or her, is she going to get together with Finn or not? Or <laughs> with the puck or who? <laughs> or I'm Yes, right. Or yeah, just what's going on with Poe. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't want Poe no more. No more Poe. No more popo. So, so in the in the grand scheme of the entire Skywalker saga, is there anything you want to see wrapped up with that, or do you want it to be specific to this? Trilogy? So one thing that I was thinking about was I was re-listening to. I didn't watch it, but I was re-listening to uh, episode one, and uh, there's a there's a part you you know we have the whole <laughs> dropping popcorn over here. I'll eat everything. We have the whole blockade, blockade of Naboo, and uh, there's a one point where I forget who's talking to who, but a battle droid or Newt Gunray is talking to the Emperor or something, and they say that we've we've basically subjugated, subjugated the right word, they capture, basically they've captured the whole planet, all the sentient beings or whatever. Um, so what was the end game with that? Does that is there something significant with Naboo? Because in Right, so why was the Emperor so focused on the dude? Or in these certain planets, you know, we we know that uh I think using Amidala is a bomb. Right. We know right. Some, some of that here. Yeah. Right. But that was one of the planets that in Operation Cinder after the Emperor quote unquote died in Return of the Jedi, Operation Cinder, he's going through and basically obliterating planet by planet that he's had a some kind of role in or contact with so other than being his home world you know what is there anything more to why destroy Naboo you know if there's something more behind that yes 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 he was uh, I'm learning a lot on this podcast <laughs> we aim to please a lot of those planets that are uh, central and phone wars are like supposed to be strategic military positions. Right. I think that's implied because there's a lot of battles fought on them. Right. Maybe there's some things there. <laughs> what? Jonah's got something to say. <laughs> uh, let's see. What's the time now? Got five minutes. Five minutes of late time. I've still got to get popcorn. i got to get that popcorn. Real quickly, we'll wrap it up. For our pre pre show, 
chat. Um, what does the end of the Skywalker saga mean? It's the beginning. Mm. It's the rise of Skywalker. So right. This is only the beginning. That's kind of confusing because all of their posters are saying this is the end. <laughs> um, I mean. Well, I guess they're gonna have to find another way to make money. A new star. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it means. The end of the Skywalker means the end of money for Lucasfilm. And it's the end of his lineage, but the rise of his ideal, his school gets started or something. Maybe he rises from the dead. Maybe just like, just like Baby Yoda did. Force resurrection. Alright. I think I think Skywalker becomes a force ghost and defeats the Emperor somehow. Well, hopefully Anakin's brought back into it at some point, or in some way. Now, which um, Anakin I ghost do you want to see? I want to see the original one. The the original actor that's dead now, I want to see him. <laughs> but he does have a voice line. He does have voice. I want to see Baby Yoda. Yeah. He's the one that they take out with the helmet. If there's not Baby Yoda in this movie, one star. All right, we've introduced Baby Yoda to this conversation. We're not going to talk about anything else now. <laughs> we'll check back in with everybody after after the movie's over after we've had our minds blown hopefully spoiler alert, <laughs> spoiler alert yeah hey we're back <laughs> the movie was great popcorn was terrible but... He was in the trailer. Oh, yeah, he was, in the, he was in that first trailer. And, you know, not to brag, but I saw him in person. <laughs> Celebration. <laughs> he, said, he said, hey, you better watch this movie. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I've got to actually, actually start. I've got to actually start the thing. Do it. <laughs> so, we're back now. We've, we've seen the movie. And uh, we're on location getting something to eat at this local cantina so this is uh one of our portable podcasts we're doing kind of a porta potty here <laughs> <laughs> it smells like one <laughs> i'm just kidding you can start over if you want to. <laughs> i just wanted to ruin that really quick so um off the bat we'll talk about our first reactions and this is our first time giving our first reactions so <laughs> this is gonna be raw <laughs> Jonah, why don't you go first? Well, I thought it was good. I went in with pretty low expectations because episode eight, while I still thought it was good, certainly was not what I expected it to be. So, going into episode nine, I didn't watch any. I maybe watched the first trailer where, you know, Ray's being chased down by the the fighter and uh, by Kylo, and she jumps over it. That's like the only thing I saw. Before this movie. Just that trailer. Yeah, and that was months and months ago. So going into this, just completely new. And even that trailer, I I will I will only watch the first trailers, but even then I'll go back maybe a couple times and watch it. Yeah. But I only watched that one the few times it played at um, when we were down at Celebration. Yeah. So, yeah. But the same, trailer, same you, didn't know, you didn't know Kylo was in that fighter, though. It right. was speculated. Because you saw, you, his, didn't. you saw his gloves oh, well. in that shot, but but that it never could have cut been, to him right. the way it did. In, yeah, that in could have movie. been. Um, so I actually I thought it may have been Carrie Russell's. I guess that's kind of a spoiler. What? That Kylo's in there. That he would be. What you mean? That he was in there in the trailer. So I guess that's kind of a spoiler. Yeah, but you really don't know the context, and that was 
a lot earlier than I thought they would ever face off. Well, you. spoiler alert, Kyle is in there. <laughs> well, no, so this is, so I should probably start out. Yeah, they out, do. We should probably start out by saying this. This is completely spoiler. Ridden. Everything, yes. It's, okay, well, that's good. Yes, it's, uh, yes. Um, yeah. So, Todd, your thoughts? I enjoyed it. I was, I think there were just enough retro things for the fans and there's enough new stuff that surprised me. I haven't, I didn't see any uh, trailers or anything type thing into it too much blind. Uh, and I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the whole thing. So I guess if we're starting off with how the movie was just like as a production, I thought it was better than, well, we'll get to that. We can get everybody's react, first reactions and then I'll, we can go into like the production side of what we thought of how the movie was made and yeah. constructed rather than <laughs> specific story points. Okay. So the next voice you're going to hear is someone that is was there when all of this started. In a long time ago. <laughs> here <a> on Earth. <laughs> in a lifetime far, far away. Uh, so this is my dad, actually. He is my father. Um <laughs> so, what were your compared to what you thought of the first time you ever saw Star Wars to this? Of course, it's going to be completely different. But yeah. just how does how does this one not stack up? But how does it? Well, how do you feel about the franchise still? I, I, I liked it. Um, I mean, you know, nothing's nothing's going to match. You know, the first time of seeing that first one, um, but uh, I, I still liked it. I think I liked it better than than the last one that came out. Um, I mean, there were things that that reminded me of you know past episodes. Um, you know, the one where the part where where Ray is right at the edge of the entrance to the Whatever it was, <laughs> was it a dis- destroyer or whatever? Destroyer? Yeah, whenever she's standing right there on the edge, and and you know, Ren's talking about who her father was, grandfather, and all that. And I thought, okay, that reminds me of the part where Darth Vader's out there with Luke and telling him he's his father, and then Luke lets go. And um, I expected her to, you know, just kind of fall backwards, but you know the. The While ugly crying, saying no, that's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, but but she still though gets picked up by the the Millennium Falcon, um, despite yeah. not dropping out. You know, that's right. Uh, that's probably my first in my first reactions to it. The first, the main thing I thought about throughout the whole movie was uh, the only review. I saw, not by choice, but it was one that popped up from a uh, a fan app on my phone. Um, it said something about the movie, the plot being hectic with a few gems or a few golden moments, you know, um, which I would not, having seen all, all of the movies and, and all this stuff, I would not agree with that after seeing it. But that was naturally going through my head and I can see where they're coming from because they had these bits of things that were originally in the I guess first drafts from episode 7 where Ray goes to the Death Star remnants searching for something I think it's in the process of them searching for Luke but she goes there so these plot points were used originally for that but they're recycled with this movie but a large part of it also made me <laughs> kind of mourn the quote-unquote time lost from episode episode 8. Because there was a lot, after seeing this one, I knew going into this one, it was going to change for better or worse how I saw episode 8. Which, you know, I'll still watch it. It's still entertaining. I watched it last night. But the only thing that yeah, I think you can take forward into this plot was that 
Luke's no longer there. That's the only plot point you really need from Episode Eight. But it feel it, this whole movie felt like, and I'm sure a large part of it was JJ saying, "All right, we don't really agree with a lot of the things that were done with Episode Eight. So here's what I would do. Here's what I would have done with Episode Eight and Episode Nine put together as one movie." Because when they get to the scene where, uh, uh, well, the opening scene, you know, you see, you jump right in the middle, and this is the first Star Wars movie that's ever started with the villain, you know, where you're following his crusade or his um, adventure trying to track down Palpatine. And I felt like that would have been a better spot for the reveal in 8, where you reveal that, you know, Snoke is clone that Palpatine has, has made. You know, that's the reveal at 8. So when you go into 9, you get to delve into a lot of the stuff that happens after that more. And I think that's what they're talking about when it's they go and it's kind of mayhem or whatever. Because there's a lot in this. Obviously. Of course it ends up, you know, you say it starts with the villain. You know, after it's all said and done, he's not actually a villain in the end. So. Right. And with that I guess we're going to jump to the end of the movie. Maybe that's kind of a, a peak, I don't know, kind of a hint that that's how the movie's going to end. You could have told from the beginning because it started with the villain. I don't know. And I didn't, and I didn't even think about that, you know. Um, I was going to say something. I always knew that Kylo was going to have an identical path to Darth Vader. I mean, that's that was right, his destiny. Kind of he always knew it was his destiny, and he followed through with that by redeeming himself and then immediately dying. I mean, just to get all the spoilers out there. But I mean, he was. I didn't expect it to be that quick. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't expect it to be either. But <laughs> yeah, it was so fast. Didn't even get a last word in. Right. But he did get a last kiss in. Oh boy. <laughs> But I will say, I, I totally agree with you on the plot point. Uh, well, whoever said that episode 9 was a, a good episode 8 and 9 I'm together. Look, I'm going to see if... Well, that wasn't what the article said. That, oh. that was my... After watching it, that's kind of felt... It felt like J.J. was like, all right, I'm going to do what I was wanting yeah. to do, you know. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think you could probably... There's only, like, two or three plot points you even need from Episode 8. And it's a shame because it's two and a half hours. You know, it's a whole episode of really two key things that you get from it, which is, like you said, Luke is gone. But you also get the beginning of the two... Four souls being one right, they're being in connected. Kylo and, yeah. and Ray, and that was kind of it was dabbled with in episode eight, but I think episode nine, I think they did it way better. They kind right. of right. Well, and, and two, um, well, I think, well, the, another thing that they said in that article <coughs> was that it was. A hectic plot with just a few gems, and I, I think that it was packed with gems. Right. And right. It, and and that's it. Felt like it was coming from somebody who's not ingrained. Right. In everything that's going on. And it wasn't. You know, I think episode seven and eight were so. Whenever they would throw in a reference or a throwback, it was so fan servicey, to a to a fault. In my opinion, at least. A few of them were. Gratuitous. Like, oh, yes. It's like, that's the word I'm looking for. It's just like, wow, look at this. It's back. Wow. Yeah. Let's take another second or to look at it. Or it's back, and it's not anything like you wanted it to be. <laughs> right. But there were a couple of moments, like with Luke's X-Wing. Right, yeah. That were like that, but I didn't have the same reaction to it that I did in moments like that in seven and eight because in those and that moment it would just it just fit. Everything was right. They they flowed into it really well. I think the nostalgia was more critical 
to the story. Exactly. This one, instead of just being thrown in there, they actually used some nostalgic bits and pieces. To yeah. Hey, this this is going to save you, but it's also something you can be nostalgic about because, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. One of the lines that in this movie, or the whole sequence with uh, when Ray goes back to Octu in this movie. And, you know, of course, we all knew Luke was going to show up in a Force Ghost there. But when he when he's catches the lightsaber, it's, you know, he goes through the whole thing like, this lightsaber is not, you know, it's the weapon of a Jedi. It needs to be taken care of or whatever he says there. Like, yeah, because we just saw you just toss it over your shoulder in the last one. You know, and he, he does say, I was wrong yeah. or whatever. But that whole scene felt like a, like, JJ saying, "Yeah, we we understand where you're coming from with your arguments. You know, we know why you didn't like this irreverent, you know, Luke. But yeah, uh, uh, there was a lot of stuff that happened that I I feel like if it was, if we could go back in time and just make this movie into two movies, you could delve into a lot of it, and a lot of it wouldn't be like in your face. Yeah, confusing if you're not in. I think the it lore. was George Lucas." He may even put out another special edition whenever they put it out on Blu-ray with all this and stuff taken we out. all would buy it. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, so we've talked about, I guess, what we liked about the movie. Why was their first reaction, Ray and Kylo, was like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm doing away with this life now. I'm going to throw the lightsaber. Why is that both of their reactions? Kylo's like throws it into the sea. And Ray's trying to throw it into the fire. Well, for see, why, I don't know. But why don't is know, Kylo? Yeah, why know. did Kylo need to get rid of his lightsaber? Like you're saying, he's he's having that same exact dialogue exchange with Han, up to the point where, when Han starts reaching for his face, you're like, not again, <laughs> I can't do this again. But then he finishes, Han finishes what he was actually going to say, which is, you are strong, enough. you know, or you do have, the, uh, the strength, you know, to do what needs to be done. So I liked how they reworked that scene and that. You know, that just goes back to JJ making the episode seven, being like, "All right, I know what I'm going to use this for later." You know, and flip it on its head. I I was not expecting to see Harrison Ford Han Solo. That oh, that was a complete shock. Yeah, I heard his voice, and I, I was thinking, "Well, how?" Right. I was yeah. I was so afraid. It's like, oh, he's going to turn back, and it's because because it was a while before you. Saw him reveal, you know, on the screens. Don't make him force good. A lot of people wanted that. Can't happen. No, but I thought that was a good way to bring him back while no, also yeah, keeping yeah. the story feasible. <laughs> right. right. They could have shot a similar scene had Kylo had the same reaction with Leia. You know, I wonder if her. I actually thought that's what. One of the reasons they used Harrison there is. When when oh, whoever yeah. was it Maz that that um, or one of the other lieutenants or something that kind of took Leia and said you know she knows what she needs to do now. I thought she it was Maz. It was Maz Kanata. I thought she was going to physically travel to where Kylo was. You know, and have she wasn't. Maz wasn't taking her, but she was like narrating what was happening. Someone was kind of like helping. Leia leave the scene. She was like limping away, and Maz was narrating that. But Speaking of Leia, I don't know how. I mean, how that. much? <laughs> how much? I mean, had she filmed? So a all lot of that of stuff, all of that stuff, all of that stuff was filmed for Episode Seven for okay. scenes that didn't make it in the movie because last minute Episode Seven went through an entire script change. So there were a lot of scenes left on the cutting room table. So in that, if you go back and watch the first, the very first full trailer for Force Awakens, you see there's a scene where it looks like Maz Kanata's hand is handing Leia 
because uh, you see her rings or whatever. She's handing Leia Luke's lightsaber. That's originally how that lightsaber came to be. So a lot of those scenes are taken from that movie. I'm not going to say that there wasn't any kind of CG work done to adapt it more. But as far as I know, that's all of her lines. For as much as Leia was in the movie, she did not speak very much. Right. It was very... And most of it was back shots. (laughs) Yeah. Over her shoulder. She was more involved in the movie, in the plot, in the story, than I ever thought she was going to be. I mean, she was... She was She's a, a main, main character, part yeah. Of the movie, especially with Kylo yeah. and that ending. What exactly happened there? Like her body kind of delaying and turning into a force spirit, or whatever you want to call it, force ghost, and kind of going in at the same time as Kylo. Well, I was always, I was kind of confused why she, why she did that to begin with. You know, so was she there? Maybe she wasn't actually dead. I don't know why. I just don't know why her body took so long to disappear. Maybe she. So, what probably happened is if you notice, Leia turns into a Force ghost after Han disappears. So that could have been Leia. It could have been Leia giving him that vision. Same time that Kylo turned into a Force ghost. Oh, you are right. You are right. Yeah, I'm remembering it totally wrong. You're right. But I think maybe that could have had something to do with it. Because she did did die before that happened. Because that's the first thing that happens after she dies. She dies, and then Han shows up. So maybe that's her using the Force to give Kylo this vision. Maybe she was with him and he died. And that actually, that might be it, because you you know you talk. They didn't. Palpatine was talking about, oh, you know, I'm going to enter you after you strike me yeah. down, and then a similar thing happens with Leia and Kylo. Maybe, maybe she enters well, to him in the same way. Been, right, he's looking at his father, but maybe he senses his mom's present with presence with him at that yeah. moment too. So having them both there, you know, I well, can see that. If you notice, Kylo has the reaction to Leia's death before Rey does. So she doesn't, Rey doesn't sense her exit from the Force or whatever, or disturbance in the Force until Kylo's already been affected. So there was probably this transitional period where Leia's moving from the Force in her body and maybe into his just to kind of be with him in that way. And so he probably felt that before, just kind of a speculation, but... Or sense. maybe she's just a typical woman and just running late. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to leave that there. <laughs> so, um, we're just going to go until they kick us out here. So, are there any gripes with the movie? I have one. And it's, it's not a big gripe. And I leaned over and said something to you about it during the movie. You had mentioned C-3PO having some good lines. And he did. But I told Shay, I said, 3 pos starting to get on my nerves. It's, I, he's almost like Jar Jar Binks. It's just like aggravating so much. you know. I mean, they were funny, but it was just like, I don't know, too much for me. Yeah. Well, so a lot of... <laughs> a lot of what I was thinking goes back to, you know, how if we had had, you know, multiple movies where things happened like they were supposed to happen, stuff like that, you know, because 3PO doesn't have, he has two scenes in in, in episode eight that he, he talks. One of them is just one word. The other one is two sentences. But So it's two shots in that. Uh, maybe two scenes in seven. So this was kind of their way of like, all right, we're going to give him his time to shine. Yeah. Uh, and I don't mean to say it, you know, it ruined, the, it didn't ruin the movie for me or anything. I mean, a lot of folks, you know, just really dislike Jar Jar Binks, you know, and this was not nearly that bad, but it was starting to get that way before, you know, they wiped his memory, so... Yeah, yeah, 
because yeah. I would have rather had spent my time thinking about other things than his corny jokes. <laughs> and he, and he I mean, and a lot of it was just kind of from the background, you know, when he could have just not said anything. And well, that that's also a JJ thing, you know. You watch his Star Trek movies, and you watch, I guess, some of his TV shows. He likes to have solid. It's kind of like the Joss Whedon kind of Avengers thing, where there's jokes upon jokes, you know, some multiplied in the scenes. So it gets a little too much sometimes. I, I didn't get quite as annoyed by C-3PO as, as you did. But <laughs> but he he did talk a lot in this movie, and I, I did notice it, but it didn't really aggravate me or bother me too much. Um, man... My favorite new character, <laughs> Babu. <laughs> Babu. Yes. Hey! Yes. <laughs> There's something about so that funny. puppet. Something every time. I, you guys probably could probably hear me down there, but uh, every single time he showed up on screen, he didn't have to say anything. I was already dying in my seat, and then he started talking, and then I lost it. So many funny-looking aliens in this movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so many. I just couldn't stop laughing at just how they looked. And he reminded, I told Shay, he reminded me of a gremlin. Yeah. A the lot. way he acted and, and you know, some of the noises that he made. I mean, even his face kind of looks gremlin-ish. Yeah. I thought that was going to be a bigger plot point of, uh, you know, C-3PO being able to interpret the Sith stuff, and maybe that's... Because there were a lot of speculations going around with, from Episode Two, where he gets his head swapped with the battle droid, and they were thinking, "Oh, that that programming is going to come back, you know, and he's just going to kind of snap or whatever," um, which was an interesting theory. But I thought that would go on for a little bit longer than it did. It was really that one scene. And I wonder what that other method was that he started to mention before they. On the other hand, him. <laughs> I just thought of something we could use. <laughs> Oh, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to find the sign. This is kind of off of what we're talking about now, but I was really scared whenever Kylo figures out where Ray is on that planet during the Festival of Colors or whatever it yeah. is. I was really afraid that we were going to see in Episode 7 where they come and just kill all the people. Like, I was like, oh, no, there's going to be... What do you call that? Genocide. There's going to be a genocide on this yeah. planet. Kylo's going to oh, come wow. and wipe this colorful party out. I'm going to hate that. He didn't, though. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's something I almost hated, but didn't. I would have hated it. Great. <laughs> they kind of separated from and had their battle out in the field. And that, I'm really glad I didn't see that first preview, because that, I didn't know what she was about to do to the TIE fighter. So not knowing that that was about to happen, and her jumping backwards over it, and taking off the wings. Yeah, that got a huge reaction in the uh, celebration crowd, too. I felt like there was not a, (laughs) I don't want to say adequate, but a realistic conflict between the main characters. Some pretty big stuff happens, and they're like, oh, it's okay, you know, we're going to keep going. They think that Ray kills Chewie, and they're like, it's all right. We're just gonna keep going. It's like you would think that somebody would be like, "Why did you do that?" Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. or have some sort of reaction. Ray was the only one who thought, "Oh, I did. I did this." And then you know, that's well. I feel that like Finn's is reaction resolved though, in twenty minutes, and then yeah, I feel like Finn's reaction though has a little bit of that. Has a little bit of that, but it's like there's no time. There's no time to do that now. You know, we have to because they're right there. Yeah, and <laughs> you know, and then the whole but, conflict with. 3PO having his memory wiped is resolved and no one it's not really an issue it's just kind of funny I do like Babu oh he's, he's one of my, my oldest, oldest friends, friends. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was funny <laughs> uh, when Babu pops up in that oh that that ship, <laughs> it looked like a, he would just slid up like some kind of graphic from the bottom of the TV Hasbro, really funny character if you're listening we want that plush, <laughs> <laughs> or even a puppet, an actual puppet. Of Squeeze it, and it just goes. Hey! hey. <laughs> um, so wait, what was your gripe? Gripe? What was your gripe? I can't remember. The conflict. The con- there wasn't a lot oh, of conflict between heavy. the characters, and that's fine. 
Right. I mean, it served the story, but they're more reacting reacting to everything else. Yeah, and and I think maybe that goes to show how big the conflict around them was that they didn't have time to kind of conflict with each other, and they recognized that, I guess. Yeah. So Finn definitely force sensitive in this movie. I feel like I feel like it was playing a role with that group of people that turned, you know, involuntary, uh, involuntarily. Um, you think they're all force sensitive? Well, I mean, because she he he has that conversation with, or that interaction with uh, Jana. Oh right. Like, yeah, it's a feeling. Yeah, yeah. I know felt exactly it. what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Huh. So I feel like the force. Not only was awakening in in Ray in a big way, but it was also in a huge way because you know uh, Finn in Episode Seven. You know when he actually turns, it's more like a like that's the first time you see him. You get the sense of when he's looking around with that slaughter. You know, in, yeah. the, in the village, he's, he's like, like, "What am I doing?" It's yeah. like he's like woken up. It's like yeah. he's never been there. You yeah. know, done that before. But but yeah, so I, I feel like that's you know callback to that. So, whether kind of they're all force sensitive, you know, kind know. of insane that the entire squadron laid their weapons down. The one on that planet, Jana. They're like, she says, they wanted us to fire on a group of civilians, and every single person put their weapon down. Yeah, right. Well, I guess I think it's like you know, maybe, maybe like Thanos snap. You know, like there's going to be a yeah. large concentration. Of people probably in one area, yeah. it just so happened to be all these troopers, and maybe you know we don't know really a lot about what the first order does. Yeah, what? Why was they? Why did they have so many? Right. Um, maybe their selection yeah. process for these. I mean, they took them as children. They had to have. I mean, Palpatine had to have known, and right. that's why he was choosing all these people and kind of suppressing that. Maybe. I, I talking about Palpatine. I loved his design of what he's kind of being held up by that arm, and he's yes. more, you know, he's obviously more machine now, you know, than man. You know what it reminded me of is <laughs> definitely horror movie, horror movie esque. Yeah, but eyes. it looked like the 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 big boss in Portal. <laughs> <laughs> Never played Portal. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, that's what it looks like. Yeah, um, and I wondered I like why, um, you know, we were talking about the Force. I wondered why Kylo Ren didn't. Use the force, you know. He's he tracks down, <clears throat> tracks down Ray there, with her face off with the, with the Emperor, and he's surrounded by these guys. But he takes a beating before, you know, he gets the lightsaber well, that Ray sends to him. I mean, why didn't he? Though. Yeah, he used it on uh, a couple of them. We'd, it looked like he just kind he of was kind of he was forced fighting was. with his hands, you know. And I'm like, just. Yeah. You yeah, know. he for, he force pushed a couple guys. Okay, well I didn't notice then, that. But you would think if he can move, fight with Ray with that starship. Yes. Know, just a few scenes before, if he had just do them all power, at the same time. Yeah. Shoot six guys. Well, they the were guy. the Knights of Ren, so they were pretty powerful themselves. Maybe not more powerful than the Force, but now that's one thing. Of the, the Knights of Ren, we did not get an answer of whether or not those were, or confirmation of whether or not those were the remaining uh, Jedi students. That Kylo left with, Ooh. or not, and and if that's who they, they were, they then yeah, then yeah. they could have probably fought against him. Right. Um. So yeah, that's one thing. I'm I'm actually disappointed that we didn't get more into why the Knights of Ren are a thing, which is another reason two movies could have delved yes. into all of I, it. And I think the two movies. Like, if it was split into two movies and this story was expounded more, I was so disappointed when Palpatine just removes, like, oh, this is something we haven't seen for generations. and just, It's all mine now. And then it's gone. And yeah. you don't see it again. It's like, oh, man, what? there could have been so much more that happened with that other than just transporting a lightsaber when he needed it. I don't know. Wait. Hold on. I'm confused. Between Rey and Kylo, right. they're oneness in the force yeah. Palpatine takes that to give himself life right when he's explaining how rare and powerful it is he's like okay it's mine now which obviously bad guy things you know well I mean he was gonna he was gonna 
enter into her anyway. So right. It's just a reversal, I guess. But I, I guess my, my thought of that is I wish we could have seen more of that. We saw plenty of it in this movie, but it was only just like a handful of beads or Darth Vader's helmet and this lightsaber. Like, how far could that have gone? That's true. Now you did That's see in, the, in eight. You did see there were a couple of scenes where they were connected and force skyping each other. Uh, <laughs> where he, you notice he has he has water. It's raining on the planet that on Octu. He has water oh, on yeah. his glove. That's true. Helmet, so fighting the lightsabers and like objects in the environment each one's environment are being affected by the battle it's yeah that's true I, I guess they did kind of they, they did really show it, it at all. You just yeah see it. and I guess that's what I wish I could have seen more of if this was if episode 8 was kind of less of what it was and more of what episode 9 was maybe we could have gotten more of it exploration of that side of this strange force yeah. anomaly Phenomenon. Speaking of things of the Force that are left unexplained, I guess the one thing I wish that we'd had more in this movie, well, maybe not more, because there's plenty of Leia, but I wish we knew, I know that we know that she's strong in the Force because her ship explodes, is that seven or eight? Her ship explodes and she's eight. at eight. She's floating, she's floating in the air and she stays alive. Yeah, and then she just... <laughs> so we know she's strong from that. Like, oh, well, apparently she did train with Luke. And we get that little bit of snippet of her and Luke training with the lightsabers. Yeah, that was awesome. But obviously she's, Ray calls her master, and she's able to train Ray yeah. to become pretty extraordinary. I mean, she's the most powerful Jedi I've seen in any of the movies anyway. She, I, is she not the first games. Jedi to use Force Lightning? Or was there, was there another Jedi to use Force Lightning? In in, in movie. In movie, movie canon. canon, yeah. Um, but still. That was a pretty shock, and I wish that she could have done shocking. it again. <laughs> shocking. Shocking. <It> was shocking. <laughs> Electrifying, some might say. Super powerful. I just wish we could have seen how Leia, I wish we knew more about Leia's background. That may be in one of the books or something. Or maybe have seen books. more power from Leia just to demonstrate, hey, yeah. you know, she's a worthy teacher. I need, I need to see well, the she movie. was also trained by Luke. Right. So they, she had training from both, which is probably why they both showed up <laughs> at the end there. When she adopted their when she adopted their name, that was cool. I was kind of disappointed it wasn't pink. Yeah, we were I both was blue, purple, or something maybe. Hulk when Ray's was yeah. yellow at the end, and it looked almost like mine did from falling from the new Star Wars. Speaking <laughs> of that, okay, real quickly from that game, did you not get the sense? Did you not think of that game when she was scaling the uh, inside the the oh, yeah. Death Star? Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of motor functions that are the same. Right. <laughs> you could just change. From the movie to the game. I'll have to play that game. I haven't even seen it. It's pretty fun. Um, there's something. To, oh, so the whole, you know, how they're they're able to interact with each other yeah. over the force Skype. Um, force Skype. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know what else to call it. Uh, force time. Force. Force time. There you go. There you go. Force time. Uh, so when they're force timing each other. Uh, <laughs> I was a little confused at first when they kept switching back. You know. They were fighting in the ship. Now they're fighting on the ground, you know, and all the smoke and stuff. And then he, Kylo kept saying, where are you? Where are you? I cannot see, but each one of them is seeing their own. They're seeing the other person in their own environment. So that, that took me a while to. The change of perspective, not. Yeah. They weren't seeing that change and flashing back and forth. Yeah. So, uh, it was funny that he all of a sudden saw Darth Vader's helmet and pedestal, you know, broken. And he couldn't see anything else, you know. Yeah. I guess maybe the connection he had. Did that drop? That was my next question. Did that drop? Did that come through that force vision? I think so. On the planet? I think it did. You think it did? Because it's, it was kind of a continuation of the other physical things that have been coming through this connection that they had, the water in episode eight, the beads from... Yeah, and I think when he looks down, I think when he looks down, you're actually seeing him... Yeah, you see him. it in his perspective yeah, on the yeah. ground. From, at least from what I remember. Yeah, that was a pretty crazy scene. Definitely is a movie that I would like to watch in slow. I need to see it again. <laughs> yeah. I need to see it again just to see what. Uh, I guess it was Luke was telling Ray, you know, talking about the Leia and Luke training scene, 
I need to watch it again just to see what was being said there because I was so excited just to seeing the the CG, you know, Luke and, and young Leia. Um, but I need to see what a better lightsaber than Luke. Apparently, he was bested. I mean, she is she is the other. She is the other. So, um, so. Oh yeah. Good grief. I mean, that first lightsaber battle you see between Obi Wan and Darth Vader is like <laughs> compared to you know the action that we get now. Um, okay, so all that was Jonah's gripe. <laughs> no. uh, Todd, what was what was one thing I guess you kind of didn't like or wish was different? No, we got some we got some of Tim's gripe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, it was a joke. It was a joke. Oh, good joke, <laughs> Todd. <laughs> I don't really know what my gripe is on this one. I don't think I have one yet. I mean, the end. Why? The last, you know, 30 seconds from the end. Why? But, uh, I kind of knew that was coming eventually. But I was hoping maybe they'd keep it out of the nine originals. Uh, I think I really had a cry. Oh. So Ray kisses Kylo. Ben. 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 Ben, yes. Much better said. Uh, Ray kisses Ben. Ben, obviously, that's it kills him. It's the best thing that's ever happened. To him. <laughs> but it's obviously what he likes it. Go. Does that mean that Poe and Finn never had a chance, or does that mean that they do have a chance? It seems like both of them are going after. Oh, okay. It took me a little while to see what you were saying. Thing I was talking about before. Yeah. I really. Wanted to know who Ray was going to pick at the end of this movie. If so anybody, you know, she picked Ben. Ben. Okay. But you kind of, you kind of got. They were one in the force. Right. They were okay. bound to be together. So <laughs> talking about talking about that that whole thing when she they were forced to be together. But <laughs> <laughs> um, so <laughs> that was a big thumbs down for Jonah. Um, so. When uh, after Ray does her big thing, she falls down. We think she's dead, or she is dead. She's unresponsive. I'm thinking at that point, I'm not so sure if Kylo's going to come back up there. I knew there's probably a pretty good chance he was going to survive that. But when she's laying there, I had the thought of like, so is this bringing balance to the Force, where you don't have anybody tapping into? the force but obviously the way that they end she's obviously still got the force so when she was hiding the lightsabers that was also going through my mind is oh she's trying to do what luke was doing on octu trying to have the jedi to end or at least have let the force kind of like well another fallen order reference spoiler but um so i thought it was she was going to do a similar thing but then she light lights up her saber and yeah I'm I glad that she I'm glad that somebody to honor, still, just yeah. to honor Luke and Leia, just in that way, just bury them at Luke's home. And after she started up her own lightsaber, I was I was on the same track as you. I was like, oh man, so the force is over, or she's setting up another wild goose chase for somebody to find these lightsabers. Here, going to be her next force student, maybe. Yeah. But then she had her own awesome lightsaber. That's yeah. my new favorite. Lightsaber. Which, of course, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go back. I'm just gonna have to go back and watch the movie in general. But that looked like uh, her staff. I thought it was too. Yeah, yeah, so I was also wondering if they were gonna put an if she had another one on the other the side. Staff, kind of. Yeah, both, like both like they did in Sith, like Sith Ray had. Yeah, yeah. I noticed Hers that. folded open though. Right. That was pretty sweet. <laughs> it was like a that's fork that turned into a staff. That's what I'm mad about. That's my gripe in this movie. I want more. Dark side Ray, because she was hot. <laughs> she was so hot when she was on the dark side. Maybe without the teeth, but. Yeah, that was scary. That was creepy, but. Bilbo back in the boat. I showed her, like, in that vision. I was like, oh, Ray, what's up, girl? Then she came with her teeth, and I was like, oh, never mind. Never. Yeah, I'll just close your mouth, girl. Close your mouth. <laughs> 
All right, I think pretty good gripes, all the, pretty understandable gripes all the way around. My uh, gripe is that episode nine wasn't episode, episode eight, eight and nine. And nine. <laughs> yes, because it was just the more I'm the more I talk about the movie, episode nine was just I think it has been maybe the most meaty story wise of the three in the new yeah. trilogy. Just brought everything together. It was just, yeah, pretty much everything we've been saying about episode eight. I'm, I'm, I like episode eight. It's just a lot. It would have been a cool like. There needed to be a lot more or something because it was be a so lot much more plot to episode eight. It was so much more. just like of Luke being just a hermit and a jerk, and Ray crying about it, and just needed to be more. There just wasn't a lot of action. There wasn't a lot of purpose. And that's what episode nine had to me. It had a lot. I mean, everything they did was purposeful to the plot. And even though, and just as a result of it being what should have been two movies in one, some of those purposes of the plot were kind of resolved a little too quickly for my liking. There wasn't enough conflict in my mind between the characters. But that's what's going to happen if you kind of have somebody else come in and tell a story between your two good right, stories. Right. And the, the thing about 8 that hurt it the most was it was in produ- it went into production into pre-production while the Force Awakens was in post-production. So the Force Awakens hadn't even come out yet. The they didn't get the chance to know what the audience was going to latch on to. Disney commercializing it. <laughs> right. Trying and to get you know, it, crank them out. They've come they've Bob Iger uh, has come out and said, you know, that, yeah, that's, that was my fault. <laughs> you know, that we wanted them to come out in such aggressive schedule. And the movies kind of suffered from that. But um, I think now the schedule is they're looking at maybe 2023 for the next Star Wars movie. Are they going to continue? Like, are they going to call it episode 10 or is it just going to be spinoffs from now when, on? I think this was. I'm not going to say there's never going to be an episode 10 or episode like the next generation. Yeah. <laughs> episode 10 through 12. Episode chapter 2. <coughs> Part 1. Part 1. <laughs> uh, episode 1, chapter 2. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. What was the question? I forget. I forget. Ewoks fans get a little yeah. love. So, see, talk- and that's what I mean. Like, there was some fan service but it wasn't like gaudy or like <laughs> stupid there wasn't I felt like some of it was just has been stupid it's like oh that was yeah woohoo but I, like yeah. this one i feel like it did it it did it well i think they were a little scared though to get too much fan service from the prequels which you there's one scene uh Kyle leaned over to me there was one scene that uh well, it was in, it was when three PO is getting reprogrammed. You actually see a battle droid back there on the wall somewhere. Didn't notice it. I didn't notice it either. He had to point it out, and that's I missed it. Um, Makes sense for Babu to have it, though. Right, right, right. And so, but at the end, when Ray is getting talked to by all the the past Jedi, you know, everybody comes in. Was uh, Mace Windu in that? Mace group? Windu was in the group. Qui Gon, I heard Qui Gon, Obi Wan, Yoda. On the credits. Aiden Christian was very. I noticed him when he popped up. I was just hoping that, speaking about Hayden, he was going to pop up when Ray was at the end on Tatooine. Because Luke and Leia are kind of off center of the screen, which is perfect spacing for Anakin to just pop up late yeah. like he did yeah, in Return I of the they Jedi. They're just going to have another group there. Yeah, they could have Anakin there. come up, the former Darth Vader. With Kylo. See, that's what. That would have been cool. When, when. uh, Because they would never get approved. (laughs) Um, But yeah, when they started talking to Ray, I felt like there was a no. It would have been a no brainer to just see all of those Force ghosts appear in that moment to Ray. Yeah. Just like a chorus of ghosts. Right. But that's, that's, you know. To me, that felt like Disney being scared to show that. It might have been, it might have been too much if they actually did that. Yeah, because they all talked to her. There right. At the end. 
Right, all, but if you there. don't, yeah, but yeah. if you're not, no, I mean, I feel like we all know those characters. Maybe y'all could. I had a really hard time figuring out. I mean, I could pick out Sammy, Sammy J. I couldn't. I knew. I His could imagine who they were, but they were going so quickly. Uh, I was like, uh, who was that? And now yeah. someone else is playing while Yoda. I'm trying to figure out who that was. And, and, yeah, and Yoda, you can recognize. But and there was one voice right at the very last that I wasn't sure who it was, and that could have been Kanan. No, it was Luke. Voice. The very last oh, one Oh, the very was last Luke. one was Luke. Yeah, I, I did realize that one. Female British voice, didn't it? I feel like there's a female British voice. That might have been. I don't know. Uh, Anoka? Ahsoka? Hmm? I mean, she wasn't British, though. She didn't have an accent. Did she in the prequels? It could have been. I mean, I did see something. Uh, I didn't read the article, but I did see something about JJ referencing a a tease. For a, some kind of a Soko of course, thing, it, it could have been Carrie Fisher because you know she kind of slipped in and out of a British accent. Uh, there. <laughs> <laughs> that was on purpose. She was being a, uh, a dignitary. That's her dignitary voice. Um, <laughs> Maybe that's her Force Ghost voice. That's her Force Ghost voice. Um, Force Ghost. And Force we mentioned ghost the Ewoks. Voice. You got the Jawas too. Yeah. Yeah. The Jawas did talk to her at the end. Along with the other Jedi. <laughs> Get off my lawn! <laughs> can you imagine? Get off my can you imagine how much that would break you out of the experience if Yoda starts talking? You can do it or whatever. And then, <laughs> and then a jaw would just start going. <laughs> it's so stupid. Uh, yeah. Yay! <laughs> so, then you're like, what am I watching? <laughs> I would like to. I want to hear. I want to hear their podcast roundtable. The Jawas, Babu. Maybe Dio is. We in could there. recreate that. <laughs> um, no, no, right, no well, thank you. I think they're. I feel. I get the constant fear that they're trying to kick us it out. It is here. 10 30, um, and they closed nobody, at yeah, 10. Nobody's. Nobody's. So. So, final. I guess final. Final verdict on everything. For me, it's my. I'll give my first one. My favorite. Star Wars movie since the original three, since four, five, and six. I think nine's my favorite one since those. I liked episode three, and I liked this one. I, it, incidentally, episode three, episode six, and now episode nine have all been my favorite. Right. And I think that's, that's just kind of, they tried to continue the, <laughs> every, they knew this was probably going to be everybody's favorite. With as much stuff as they, and as much money as they threw around just to get actors galore. <laughs> In here, uh, even even down to wedge, yeah, uh, yeah. Every every person, even James Earl Jones, did the, right. did had the that voice. voice. Um, at the beginning, you know, we hear James Earl Jones' voice at the beginning when Palpatine is kind of talking yeah, to Kylo in his mind, and then he's so he's that's all the voices in his too. head. He said, you know, Vader was talking to Kylo in his head. That would have been a welcome addition in seven because I think originally there was supposed to be a force ghost when he's talking to the helmet in seven saying but it wouldn't have made sense time. if they actually did it it was good to hear it like at, in episode nine at the beginning saying oh we know that he's heard that but it can't possibly have actually been Vader talking to him and if he if he had if Vader had been talking to him in episode seven it wouldn't have made sense it to us. Sense we would have been like, "What? No, it's obviously, it's obviously not Vader talking to him. Somebody else is in control." I think it would have no, given no, no, it away. No, no, no. Because what I was going to say was, when he's talking to the helmet, it was actually thrown up, thrown around where he was actually going to be talking to a Force ghost of Anakin, and Anakin was going to be in, in this fluctuation of because he he was in the dark side and turned light again. He was going to be in fluctuation. I'm glad they didn't do that. Well, I'm just saying that was that was just something that they were toying with, and uh, cannot honestly, because I was so separated from everything, didn't know Palpatine was even in the poster. <laughs> That's how far away I was from everything. Shocked me <laughs> to my core that he was in this movie. I was like, so it made early. so much sense. Yeah, right from the start. But it made so much sense, like. He's this overarching villain of the entire Star Wars saga, and it's 
to me I really, was great. One of the things that I really hope comes out of this movie is more respect for the plot of the prequels. Because that's, that's the yeah. whole plot. He's, yeah. he's the mastermind behind everything. But it gets kind of convoluted with maybe bad acting, you know, or not delivering the, the director side of it. Um, I was so relieved to hear that Snoke was a clone because I didn't buy into Snoke from the beginning. I was like, right. Yeah. And that goes right. back to what I was, what I said earlier was if we had that reveal that the emperor was behind it at the tail end of eight. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Lead uh, Discussion fodder <laughs> for yeah. the next two years, you know, until uh, nine comes out. But like how they kind of explain the Sith, how the Sith works. I thought we might get a lot more explanation when he started, but we did get that little bit of snippet of each Sith Lord or master. Yeah. Gives their brain and their yeah power, their whole self and yeah. every Sith Lord before them mind and self to the next one. I thought that was interesting. That was very interesting. Was that whole group of people at the end? Were they real or were they just like I, Sith? Yeah, we never saw their force. face. I thought I was like, this is gonna be a bunch of emperor clones <laughs> you know or, or oh, something I thought it maybe was just an illusion that that's what I thought at first that uh, I thought the, the emperor I thought the Star Destroyers were going to be an illusion that he was just putting on this grand illusion to get everybody that's what Kyle said too he said this seems like a vision it was a lot of ships Star Destroyers they keep amping up they have the first Death Star in, you know in episode 4 and now by the end of 9 every Star Destroyer has a Death Star weapon <laughs> yeah well, I mean, it took him however long to build all these. So. Right. It could have been clearer. Now, here's one of my questions with that. Did some of those Star Destroyers, did they actually leave? Did we see them leave and actually one go to the other One of them killed the planet. Well, right. And well, I right. think at no, the no, end no, we see them falling so, apart. Right, but that's what I'm saying. We see them falling apart, but I, didn't, I don't remember seeing or seeing any actually leave, actually leave that area. I think there may have been a scene where they one I mean, pulled away from the planet. There's a lot of stuff that happened in that yeah. class. But it could have been. I mean, it was earlier in the movie. I think earlier in the movie, they s- one of them was sent out. I don't know. I can't. I can't really think. We know that one was only sent seen out it once. Because it, it that one yeah, it blew up that one planet. But then you see one over indoor. Oh, hold on, but wasn't that the planet? I was thinking that was the planet that they were on to begin with. No, that was the planet that. That uh, masked woman that Poe knew was. That's the one where Darth Vader's helmet fell uh, on. That was that planet. Yeah. Because they, they talked Zori about Bliss. going to destroy that planet um, while they were there. They somehow remembered the name. And I was like, that's the planet they were just at. I yeah. Remember. I remember I that too. I remember hearing it, but I, I, for whatever reason, I connected it with that the Sith planet that, that Palpatine was on. Papa Palpatine. Yeah. <laughs> um, end when they said everybody's risen up, everybody's throwing over the Empire everywhere, or the, Empire, the First Order everywhere, Yeah. and it showed several Star Destroyers falling. I couldn't identify... Technically the final order. Were. Although it did look like one, the one in Bespin, it looked like a Super Star Destroyer to me, but it may have been a First Order Star Destroyer that I just didn't Final order. Final order now. Well, I don't yeah. know that's what I was I don't know if any of them were final order Star Destroyers. Mm-hmm. But I think one of them was a Super Star Destroyer. I thought it was funny that an, another Star Destroyer... Well, another Star Destroyer was falling down on Jakku. So right. there had to have been some so dispersed I, into, the, into the galaxy. Yeah. Yes! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the one Star Destroyer falling next to the other one. Yeah. Man, that forced lightning that... Palpatine yeah, does at the end is like there was a, a good major- <laughs> yeah it was there was a good majority of this movie where my jaw was just just slack open right yeah because <laughs> it was there's so many just great moments um, in the movie there was a lot of parts not just a slack jaw but I wasn't sure it was going to be a happy ending like yeah. of course when Ray's dead at yeah. the end. I was like, okay, they're going to end the franchise by killing off all the main characters. Well, like you had said earlier, Chad. Obviously they didn't. But and then there was going to be a forced ghost party. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> I said it was going to be a forced like, ghost party at the end. not going to end well for us, the good side, the light side. Yeah. But it, it, 
It did. But it still was sad because of Kylo. Well, he's he finally good. He got he what like, he wanted. Like, he wanted Darth Vader's story, and that's exactly what he I got. I don't think. I honestly don't think that he could have survived, and people be okay with it because he did kill his father, and his father was the best one of but the they best re- smugglers or whatever. Like super force babies. Hey. Oh I'm man, can you imagine? You. Can you imagine? <laughs> they're sharing. They're one in the force, and then their babies are just like three in the force. They actually, their babies actually come out as force ghosts. Like, they're actually <laughs> one with the force <laughs> right when they come out. She doesn't even have to, like, carry them. It just kind of just emerges. Actually, where Baby Yoda came from. <laughs> okay. Um, Baby yeah. Yoda is actually Palpatine reborn. <laughs> so now we're full, absolutely full circle. So our first <laughs> conversation. Start talking about Baby Yoda and everything else goes out the window. Um, 10 out of 10. Would recommend. One more thing. The fighting on the exterior of a Star Destroyer, I thought was... That was pretty sweet. That was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. I haven't seen that before. I've always kind of... It's cool to see it in scale, to see people on a Star Destroyer, seeing scales in Star Wars. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Well, I think we're all in agreement. We liked it. Amen. (laughs) Some things could have been different, but... Let's stand and sing. (laughs) (laughs) No. Uh... We're going to have another commentary, or not a commentary, a, uh, another reaction show with the core the core members or whatever, but I'm sure we'll talk about it more. So, until next time. May the Force be with us. <laughs> <laughs>